You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon, Moadim Lasimcha. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. At the Kfar Etzion Cemetery in Gush Etzion, the funeral is set to get underway at this hour of Lucy D., the 48-year-old Efrat resident who was murdered along with two of her daughters, 20-year-old Maya and 15-year-old Rina, in Friday's Palestinian shooting attack in the Jordan Valley. The mother succumbed yesterday to her injuries, a day after her daughters were laid to rest. The family decided to donate Lucy's organs to save the lives of others. Transplant operations were conducted last night for five patients at Balenson Hospital in Petah Tikva and Sheba Medical Center in Tel Shomer. The manhunt for the terrorists who carried out the attack continues. Israeli security forces entered Jenin this morning and arrested five members of a terrorist cell that was planning to carry out an imminent attack. The raid lasted less than an hour, during which time shots were fired at the Israeli forces and an explosive was thrown at them. The security forces returned fire. There were no Israeli casualties. The IDF, police and Shin Bet remain on a heightened alert in all sectors. A Khan reporter says that there are still severe warnings of terrorist attacks. The Israel Air Force offensive and defensive arrays are on a high alert for potential rocket fire from Gaza or the northern sector. A Khan reporter says that the security establishment is preparing also for the upcoming Friday Muslim prayers, the last of Ramadan. Israeli and Jewish institutions abroad are also on a heightened alert. Against the backdrop of the security tensions, the Temple Mount administration reports that visits by Jews to the site during Passover were about a third compared to the same period last year. Since the morning, about 750 Jews visited the site with police escort. The body of Alessandro Farini, the Italian tourist who was killed in the car ramming attack on the Tel Aviv promenade on Friday night has been returned to Italy. His coffin was loaded onto a plane at Ben-Gurion Airport in the presence of Italy's ambassador to Israel and representatives from Israel's foreign ministry. Seven other people were injured in the attack. In Kfar Qasim, the funeral was held early this morning for Yusuf Abu Jaber, the terrorist who carried out the car ramming attack in Tel Aviv, Police transferred the body to his family after they pledged that only 50 people would attend the funeral. In the Arava, searches continue for the brother and sister from Tiberias who have been missing since last night's flooding in the region. They made a distress call to police last night around 6 p.m. This morning, the 21-year-old woman who was traveling with them was rescued north of Tzachor Junction and taken in light condition to Soroka Hospital in Beersheva, suffering from bruises and slight hypothermia. She told a Magenta medic that the three got out of their car when it began to fill with water. She grabbed a tree trunk and was swept several kilometers by floodwaters until she was stopped by boulders in shallower water where she was rescued. Since last night, IDF and other security bodies have rescued some 60 people caught in the floods.
Several thousand people protested against the government in Tel Aviv and other locations last night after Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in a news conference blamed the previous government for harming Israel's deterrence. At the news conference, Netanyahu announced he had reversed his dismissal of Defense Minister Yoav Gallant, which had been prompted by Gallant's call to halt the legislation of the government's controversial judiciary overhaul, warning that the turmoil it was generating endangered Israel's security. The coalition negotiating team in the judicial reform dialogue being held at the presidential residence has issued a statement stressing that its genuine engagement in the talks and that ultimatums and slogans in the media at the start of the talks will not lead to understandings. The team called on all parties to show restraint and understand the significance of the hour. The team said it stands on its right to advance a reform that will restore balance of judiciary powers as accepted in the Western world and is committed to protecting rights of individuals of Israel and is engaging in the talks in order to ease the erroneous fears in the statement's words that they will be harmed. The weather outlook, unseasonably cold, chance of drizzle to light local rain gaining strength overnight and spreading over most of the country accompanied by thunderstorms, chance of flooding in streams in the south and the east, colder tomorrow with intermittent rain from the north to the Negev accompanied by thunderstorms, chance of flooding and light snow on the Hermon. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 16, Tel Aviv 20, Haifa and Beersheba 19, and in Eilat going up to 26 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for a special holiday program. Our news broadcasts resume tomorrow, Wednesday evening. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.